The Old Premeds Podcast, session number 75. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Now, in the intro, I talk about having hiccups along the way, but this student that left a question today did not have any hiccups and has done very well for themselves and is a practicing PA who now wants to make the switch and go back to medical school. So let's jump into this question. It says, hey guys, just stumbled across this form. Happy to see there are other non-trads getting back on the horse too. I have a few logistical questions I hope you all could help me with. Background. I'm currently a practicing PA in emergency medicine in the ICU for around four years looking to make the switch to medical school for a number of reasons, which I'm happy to elaborate on if needed. Three kids with a work-from-home husband, undergrad major uh, of chemistry with cumulative GPA of 4.0 and a PA grad school GPA also 4.0. Very nice. All med school prereqs essentially met via PA school prereqs. Haven't taken the MCAT yet, but started studying and plan to take it in the next one to two years. Questions. Would it be more financially wise for me to work an extra three to four years, pay off debt, and save up for cost of living with my PA salary before applying to and starting medical school? Or would it be better to start sooner rather than later, let the debt build unholy amounts of interest throughout med school and residency and have med school debt added on top of that, knowing that I'll be making more money sooner? Are there any legal issues or conflicts of interest against me picking up shifts as a PA while in medical school or working during med school in general? Do people do this? Do I really need to obtain shadowing hours given my experience practicing medicine every day? Should I be going back to school just so I can get science LORs, letters of recommendations, or would it be sufficient to obtain letters of recommendations from my physician colleagues and PA faculty members. Sorry if, been, sorry if these have been asked before. Thanks so much for the input. So a lot of great questions here that a lot of students who are switching from a career from another, uh, another healthcare-related field, like a physician assistant, like a nurse, um, like anything, anything else like that. It's a very common question. So this question, let's let's go down the questions here and and talk about them. So the first question, would it be more financially wise to wait a couple of years uh, or do I start sooner rather than later? So I, the answer is yes, it would be more financially wise to pay off the debt before accruing more debt. Uh that's a personal question that's hard to answer, and you really need to sit down with a financial advisor and look at the the lost income from giving up your PA work while attending medical school and the income that you'll be making as a resident, which is going to most likely be a lot less than your work as a PA, and then your work finally as an attending, and then what it will take to 
to get break to, to break even and pay off all of that debt, what that would look like and, and work out some different scenarios. So with that said, yes, it's financially sound, more financially wise to do that. Whether or not that's right for you, it's, that's such a personal question. Do you enjoy your job well enough now to give it a couple of years? Are you dead set on going to medical school? <clears throat> or if you wait a couple of years, are you going to question that decision? Or should you just jump in now with both feet while you're ready and your husband supports you? So those are some things to think about. The second question here, are there any legal issues or conflicts of interest against picking up shifts as a PA while in medical school uh, or working during med school in general? Do people do this? Yes, people do this. I would talk with the medical school as you are accepted and you go through that process. Make sure you're accepted first and then go through the process of saying, look, I'm a PA. I would like to pick up some shifts. You're Ability to pick up shifts is going to be few and far between. Medical school is going to be rigorous, and being able to work is going to be hard, but it is possible. Your credentials uh, and your certifications and and your schooling as a PA are are fine. Obviously, if you need to change states, you're going to need to relicense yourself and all of that fun stuff that goes with moving to a new state, uh, but you should be able to work as a PA. It's just a lot of clear delineations of of what you're doing and and what scope of practice that you're practicing under so you just need to be careful with that i did have a a former pa turned medical student on the pre-med years so if you go and look for that episode uh the gentleman's name was brad let me see if i can find it real quick yeah episode 170 brad turned from pa to medical student, and he talked about his journey why he was doing it and and uh, talked about practicing as a PA during med school as well. So great question there. Do you need to obtain shadowing hours? Yes. So working as a PA side-by-side -side with physicians is not shadowing a physician. And what you see working as a physician's assistant, while 99.9% .9 of it's going to be the same, go shadow for 10 or 20 hours. You don't need a ton of hours go shadow, see what life is like when you're not working and you're able to to just observe and take it all in. Go do that. I know that you've gotten through your education, PAs are working side by side with physicians and, and even as they're practicing, working side by side with physicians, so you understand it. But go get it so you can put it down on your extracurriculars. It's a good thing to do. And do you need to go back to school just to get science letters of recommendations? No, you don't. Most medical schools are going to recognize the fact that you're a non-traditional student, and if you ask them, they will say, yep, not a problem, we don't need those science LORs, go ahead and use a supervisor and anybody else who will write a great letter of recommendation for you. So don't worry about those LORs. Great common question that comes from non-trads. So I hope those were helpful. Four great questions here that... A lot of non-trads have, not just PAs, but it can be a, a great question for PAs and nurses and anybody else that's also in the medical field. So I hope that was helpful. If you have a question you want answered here on the Old Premeds podcast, go to oldpremeds.org, register for an account, and leave a question that we will hopefully get to here on the podcast. That is it for today. I hope you 
join us next week. Subscribe. That's the first step. Subscribe to this podcast. If you're not subscribed to this podcast and you're randomly just seeing what episodes are out there, go subscribe so that you get everyone every week. And if you don't want to listen to it, you just delete it. But more often than not, you're going to want to listen. That's just the way it is. That's how good these episodes are. At least I think. (laughs) Have a great week. We'll see you next time here at the Old Pre-Meds Podcast.